because there was so little turnover in the league this year, aside from Auburn, right? I mean, with with Hugh Freeze and, of course, what happened at Mississippi State. But really, really, there are very few first-year coaches in the SEC going into this upcoming season. There are several, several on the hot seat. I mean, you can start including Venables, right, as far as guys who probably need to show results in year two. We already felt that way about Napier. And I mean, there, there are, and, and Jimbo Fisher's not in year two, but he better, he better have something over the first six games or, you know, there, there are going to be sharks in, in Texas A&M, you know, ready, ready to, uh, uh, to make a move. I think the biggest complaint that I've seen from Auburn folks about this schedule, and I've seen it a little bit on the LSU side as well, is that there's no LSU game. Now the LSU game has not been played as, an, as often annually as, Mississippi State, and it's uh, the Ole Miss series has a little bit of a head start on that one as well. But come on, it's the LSU series. It is a a, a rivalry. Um, I would argue it's Auburn's third biggest rivalry. Uh, I know Florida was once upon a time. I know you could make an argument for for others. I hate that that one's going away. I hope we are in a situation where the league gets it every two years. In the meantime, um, I think for in terms of balance, like they they're giving Auburn, Oklahoma instead of giving them LSU. And I think, I don't think that's a fairly even trade. I don't think it's a perfectly even trade. I should say I think Oklahoma and LSU are a lot closer than say, you know, Oklahoma and Kentucky. But I, I like, I like the fact that the newcomers are getting around LSU, not being on it is, is a tough pill to swallow competitive balance wise. It's a good thing for Auburn, especially when you have to play Alabama and Georgia on the road. But you lose a lot of it, and I know there's some folks that are upset about it because it's tradition, and it's also like, you know, I I would be, I I don't think I'm I don't think I'm uh, exaggerating at all when I'd say, the last thirty years of Auburn LSU playing every year has had more memorable games and big moments than you know the seventy years in a row that they've played. Uh, Mississippi State. Painter, we've talked about it when we were saying if Auburn had to pick that third rival, LSU or Florida, you always have been big on LSU. I know the LSU game and the LSU series is something that you've talked about very highly. What's your kind of perspective on knowing that, you know, that's not going to be something that continues every year, at least for 2024? Uh, and you know, more than likely, if they go to nine games, that's probably one that's going to be on the chopping block. Well, as you pointed out, that's always been a fun and often crazy game. Uh, I think I wonder if it matters more to people my age. I do wonder if if you grew up with it, if it means a little bit more, or if the older Auburn fans are equally as attached to that game. I mean, it's it's. Like, I think it goes back to what I said earlier, like. And I'd be interested to see what Auburn fans thought about this. Would you think there's more history and more intrigue and more big moments connected to the LSU series or the Florida series? I would say LSU. That might be some recency bias there. The Florida series has some huge moments, obviously. And even when they stopped playing annually, it was a big deal. Um, I don't know. It's just it's just something about Auburn, LSU, and and you know that being the casualty of expansion. That's the toughest pill to swallow, I think, in in all of it. Um, for Auburn's strength of schedule and for the balance, you'll take it. For a lot of the reasons that make college football college football and what makes it so 
great and unique and entertaining, it's definitely a loss. It's definitely a loss, even if, you know, you would expect LSU to be one of the best teams in the SEC in 2024. And that's probably why the game isn't on the schedule, ultimately, is because to preserve the balance of both Auburn and LSU schedule, but I think especially Auburn, when you're already playing Alabama and Georgia and those games are non-negotiable, LSU is, I mean, we don't know the metric the SEC used. We don't know the algorithm, but LSU is probably the third most successful team in the league, maybe the fourth, but but I would guess they're right there, You know, however the SEC decided to use the metric. And when you're already playing one and two, I'm guessing the SEC thought it would be too difficult to balance the rest of the schedule with a game with with number three as well, especially if Auburn's also getting Oklahoma, who could be who could also be three or four, depending on what metric the SEC uses over the last. I mean, so and if they get their if they get their act together this year, they could easily be a contender in 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 twenty twenty four. I mean, they recruit at that level, so so it's it's unfortunate because that game has provided so many memorable moments since it became a yearly series. And uh, for, for younger folks, like when, when Alabama was still getting its act together and they had great seasons, but when Alabama was getting its act together in the time between the expansion and the creation of the divisions in 92 and the arrival of Nick Saban after the Oh six season, the SEC championship was often decided by the winner of the yeah. the Auburn LSU game. Like that that game had SEC and by extension national championship implications. I would say that on a personal note, the touchdown catch in 04 is like an all-time Jordan oh, yeah. Stadium moment. Like the the game-winning touchdown catch. We well we thought the go-ahead touchdown catch and then the extra point, you know, has some some adventures on it but what seemed to be and ultimately was the uh the go-ahead touchdown uh when when taylor hauls that in like that's 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 as loud as i i I mean that that's right up there with with the uh with with the craziest jordan hair ever got yeah i think it's that it's the block punt against florida and it's the it's the miracle of jordan hair against georgia in 13 i think that's like explosions of sound at jordan hair like because the kick six was this buildup. It was like, oh, 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 oh. Like, you know, it was like, but in terms of just that pure, just sonic boom of noise, I I wasn't at the 04 LSU game, um, but, you know, I've, I've heard people say the, say the same thing about it. And it's just that LSU series. Yeah, you're right, Dan. Like, and, it, and there have been, like, great moments, even in the Saban era at Alabama, where you could go back to Auburn LSU being a huge game, a monster game. Even in games like where Auburn doesn't win, how many wild finishes th- that have been involved? I mean, not the stakes of a championship, but you know the loser leaves town match between Gus Malzahn and uh, and Les Miles when you know Daniel Carlson hits six field goals and Auburn may or may not have won at the on the last uh, play, or LSU may or may not have won on the last play. Uh, and then, of course, I write about it in in the mailbag on Friday. Uh, 2010, uh, the Cam Newton run, legendary Cam Newton run. But you remember the game-winning play on that one, Ontario McCaleb going around uh, and, and down the sideline for that. Like, there's a lot of that that's there, and it's just missing. And it's just that you know, nothing that you still have left. Arkansas or Texas A&M of these divisional games you've been playing recently. You know, you don't have those vibes. In fact, like, here's a question: What's the most memorable Auburn Arkansas game ever? 